And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of Cheers by After Hours Digital Media. Crack open a cold one and come and join us for the next round. And welcome back, everyone. This is uh, Mayan King uh, 2-4 with uh, After Hours Digital Media. Uh, today, I have a special guest. Uh, we've known each other since uh, 2015. A lot of the uh, photography modeling, uh, the, the fun industry um, where you want to be wary, but you want to have fun with it. Um, but uh, my special guest today, Vanessa Vines. Mm -hmm. Hello, how are you? So, um, it's it's been a while since we actually sat down and actually just, I think, just seen each other in general. <laughs> Shit, it's been a very long time. Yes. Uh, well, this this past six months already feels like a couple years. <laughs> but we actually sat down trying to figure out how long we've actually known each other. And I think it was, uh, we, we were guessing between three different years. 2014, 2015, 2016. And then we narrowed it down to probably 2015, we think. Um, but I think it was a mutual, it is a mutual friend that we met with each other. And I don't know how. So I believe we met um, my sister-in-law now. Mm -hmm. She um, said, hey, you should get involved in doing some modeling. And I was like, that sounds fun. She's all my friend, Cello does it and he's um, amazing and I said sure let's do that and so I came from Humboldt came over and she introduced me to you I can't remember where we were though um, I can't remember I can't recall it either I just remember I just remember actually bam we're at the we're doing the photo <laughs> shoot where uh, where your sister-in-law's assisting with the, the photography but yeah I have shot with her and her a couple of her friends before and um, yeah, she just kept saying, oh, I have someone I think you might, if she has some experience. And, and it was like, a, she knows I don't, if you have experience or not, I'll work with you. Yeah. I really don't mind. Um, I have known for working with a lot of um, prospective models. And yeah. it's just because I, I, I have, um, not everyone knows until they meet me, is I actually don't like touching people. So it kind of makes it a bonus because you, I need someone there to help fix the outfit or the hair because my phobia. I, I really do go into panic attack. I start breathing like I ran a mile and I just start fidgeting and I don't like it. And it, I think that's why a lot of the malls are like, hey, work with him because he's he can't be creepy. <laughs> and that actually is very comforting for a model's aspect, actually. <laughs> yes, because everyone's like, okay, the photographer, you, you get someone who molds really well. But it's really hard to filter out the professionals from the professional creepers. And that is so true. I mean, I have worked with so many creepy photographers that just afterwards you feel so dirty and you have to take a burning hot shower just <laughs> to get that creepiness off. And you're like, ugh. Yeah, I've, I've, I've witnessed. I mean, uh, I've, everyone's always told me about certain individuals. And, and some of them I've, I've gotten to talk to where I didn't pick it up. Um, but I knew something was odd 
just because it was like a, the way they were able to approach me to come, hey, come to with this group. Um, I have all you know, this person, this person, and he would describe what kind of photography that, that they would usually do. And it was a, okay, well, as a photographer, you, it's not all about the nude figure. It's, it's, there's way more than that. But if you're focusing just on, you know, boobs and ass, you might be in it for the wrong reason. And that was uh, that was one of the hints. And then when I actually got with the group, it was supposed to be Halloween. Some of the outfits were really cool. We were at uh, a local ranch that does like their haunted events, and um, yeah, I was I was kind of uncomfortable uncomfortable because he's like fixing the tail of one of the models, and he's like, I mean, he's using her as a bowling ball. His fingers were disappearing. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, well, and this is the fun part of being a photographer. Um, no. No. And she's like, he's like, you, you just, you know, start, he started grabbing the tail and he just like putting his hands where he was like, okay, well, all right, that's, that's your, okay. Um, I don't think she gave you permission to put her your oh fingers my there. That poor model is probably yeah. freaked and she, out. No, but it was it was weird because he's she's worked with him for so long, where she just kind of like popped her butt out, and I was just like, um, oh. and there's nine of us, and I'm the tenth person, and I'm just um, no, that's okay, I'm good, yeah, I'm no. good. So I went with some of the group, and uh, one of them was dressed up as Laura Croft, and he kept like uh, adjusting her her spandex neck like, tank top. Ooh. But his fingers, hands were going inside, and, and she was just looking at him, and I was just like, okay, I can tell she's not comfortable, but because he's the photographer, she's shutting up. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go home. I got all I need here. Oh, no, I'm very boisterous. If somebody <laughs> touches me how I don't like it, I'm like, get your hands off me. <laughs> right? I mean, even if, they're, even if you're new, I mean, a lot of uh, people who are just coming into the industry, that uh, whether they want to be a model, it, it's... They kind of just, they don't have their voice. They're so worried about, because you can. There, I've known some higher-end photographers around here, whereas when you make them mad, they start trash-talking. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of that around here. And um, that's the sad thing, because a lot of the girls, if they want to make it, they think that they have to follow what the person is saying they need to do and you don't have to do that no and that, that's the key thing yeah, yeah you don't have to do anything you have to have respect for yourself and don't let anybody feel like you should not be respecting yourself and your morals that's and that's true you have to hold on to those i mean even even when you as a model go like okay i'm gonna i'm going to do nude photography there's still boundaries, and and the exactly. photographer has to listen to those boundaries, and that I think that's why, for a really short time frame, uh, my photography took off. Yes. Because it was it was not pressuring. They the each model did whatever they wanted to. Oh yeah. And then it was I'm okay. I'm not I'm not gonna touch. I I can't. I really you go into panic mode. Well, your phobia. <laughs> yeah, my phobia really kicks in. So that actually is a, a barrier. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, it I do go to a full-blown panic. That's why uh, the model that worked with us, um, uh, VVB, mm -hmm. she always teased about it. And she would like get really, she would just like try and poke at it because I would start clamming up and I feel like I'm getting claustrophobic. I can't, I'll start holding my breath to the point where I, I, I can feel myself 
losing oxygen and then I freak out and then I have to step away and yep. I have to and that well she's she's also I've been friends with her for years and years so for there that's okay that's fine but if I don't know you at all I don't want you near me I have to be like I can't if I stem my arms out I still want maybe like another three feet past that and, and it's it, it it but it flourished I think because I didn't want anyone to feel pressure to do anything if you wanted to express yourself if you wanted to show a part of your body that's fine but it also comes down to respecting the images. Exactly. You don't pass them around. You don't show off. They're not yeah. bragging rights. They're, that's, that's a trust. Because someone who's taking off their clothes, there has to be trust between that professional barrier right there. Exactly. It's not something for... And ever, I've been asked this before. Is, um, you know, like... Uh, and it's weird. Uh, you would think guys would be the one like, oh, you get to you know look yeah. at nude models, right? No, I get that response a lot from from women. Wow. And it's weird. It gets me it gets me off guard every time. When I when I went to finish up at Chico State, the girls were the one. So you get to look at nude girls, huh? Um, no, I don't get to look at them. I take a snapshot. Like, uh, so you don't just sit there and stare? No, that's. What kind of person do you think I am? <laughs> That's interesting, actually. Yeah, and I've only had one guy. He's like, dude, was it cool? It was photography. I got paid to do it. It's a job. I'm an and artist. I, yeah, I was like, that's nice. He's like, do you keep the photos? They actually get zipped into a file, and they get locked up, and I put them in um, digital storage. So, no. And he's like, oh. And then another one of the female friends, and she comes up, and she's like, have you hit on them before? No. Why? Oh, no. Why not? Why would I? I'm not a creeper. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a creeper. It's it's just weird how, and it was weird how many women had the reaction of why why shouldn't you know why am I not being the creepy guy? Why wouldn't I? Why didn't I? Why didn't you? Why do you sit there and stare? Why would you? And I've had a lot of female classmates in, in some of those classes that have been like, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. This is weird. I would expect it from him, but yeah. they're like, you know, do you touch? No, I don't touch. And Women are perverts, actually. They, they're hidden perverts. And <laughs> they I think are perverts. I, I, I fully agree. They're, they're, they're closet perverts. They are. They're perverts and... Some of the things that women talk about <laughs> is actually quite interesting. Yes, I can actually... Uh, in, my, in my job... I can see why there's no male managers because mm -hmm. some of the stuff I walk into and she's like, oh, I can't be in here. <laughs> and I immediately turn around and walk away and I hear them laughing and then they continue the conversation. I can't, I can't be here. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys I mean, are talking about this. The women are talking about the guy's butts and the, no, the oh, Okay. Well, well, one of them was, uh, they, she just barely learned what, um, you know, what you can do to a girl down there. Oh Lord. Like, <laughs> Orally, and it was like she couldn't get the concept of okay, um, how? And then I, all the other girls, and I walked in and sat down. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on, and then the girl, the younger girl, is trying to explain it to her, and she's just full concentration. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm gonna go back to the office. I can't be here. Oh, They're God. laughing, but she's dead set. I'm like, how? She's how imagining can you it. Do this. <laughs> Like 30 minutes later, I thought the conversation's done. She's in the office with another female, and she's just like, how? 
And I sit down and then I was like, oh. oh my God. And the other girl turns around. She's like, well, this is how you do it. And then beat red, like it just bam. <gasps> and she's like, you can do that? And, oh my God. And then she's like, oh my God. Oh, I don't want to know about that. Wait, and the other girl, hands. she's like, I'm married and I have a healthy life. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, okay, I, I can't. I can't be here when you guys are talking about <laughs> this. And I get up and walk away. It's like I can't. Being the only guy, it definitely I can see this. And then mm-hmm. having younger adult females. I mean, there were sometimes where um, I had a, f- a female friend, and then and we were in college together for a while, and she would pull up the photos of uh, not like those ones, but she pulled the photos that were on my um, my portfolio. And the girls are the ones actually looking and then making the comments and oh, it God. was it was odd. I I really didn't see I thought guys would be the one making the the most of them. No, it's um you know, I've worked in several different offices and um the women are vindictive, you know, mm-hmm. clicky and really grotesque when they talk about, you know, their partner and their sexual experiences and stuff and sometimes you'll just sit there and be like um i'm at work right now and there's uh, people all around us <laughs> and it's so yeah weird. i mean it's it, it's yes it's 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 weird and it's odd um but the, uh, back to like the 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 photographers i mean uh a lot of people are, are have this mentality of that every every photographer is creeper every model is just slutty yeah it's and there's some people that just just don't care it's they're letting them be them yeah there is a stigma on it there is a lot of people that think that modeling is um gross and slutty but it's not it's a form of art it is a way to express yourself you know and express your artistic side because it is a yeah. It's an amazing, beautiful thing. And that, and I think that's why um, well, a lot of my a lot of my uh, photo shoots and and you know I've had this conversation with you is it's it, it's more than just photography or a session. It's always been um, it's like therapy. Yeah, it is. It's every person I've worked with, and they've they've all said the same thing is they got to be a different person. They didn't get to think about the yeah. crap they're going through the day before. What they're gonna have to go through after when they go back home it was they got to be a different person dress up that they usually don't get to dress up yeah they had someone doing their makeup someone doing their hair or they just got to go into place and not think about anything but just just bullshit. escape yeah it's, a, it's an escape yeah it, it definitely is um an escape and a way to just free your mind and free yourself and like you said be somebody different for a little bit at least and so um it's almost empowering in a way yeah i've, I've, I've heard other models say that it's... i definitely love it um i've been doing it for a while so so i wanted to go into a little bit about your modeling background because yeah. i know you did it before we, we i did yeah i think i think you're returning into it when when we got together i i was um i started i think it was in 2008 was when i started working a little freelance with several different um photographers and um it was really fun but at that time um i felt i was too skinny 
And so I didn't really feel good in my skin, so to say. And um, so I would just do it sporadically. Mm -hmm. And I, <laughs> there was this one time we went to Whiskey Town area to shoot in my swimsuit. And I was, by the time I was done, I was covered in mosquito bites. <laughs> and I was like, that was a huge mistake. But um, it was a lot of fun and it sparked my interest to do more. Um, I've um, since then um, working with you, going more into the cosplay and everything was so amazing and fun. Um, and doing the the Comic Con yeah, was yes. that was really cool. And like people coming up and asking for me to sign autographs and stuff was that was that was, that was really awesome. Cool. Um, yes, uh, well, not everyone knows that we we actually. I started a group uh, uh, years ago. It was uh, a combination of aspire, inspiring models and uh, models with the with experience in the industry, mm -hmm. and um, it was pretty much just a group where they would all communicate with each other. They would, and, and we made a small little private page on Facebook okay. where we would just set up shoots. We would, they had questions. They would go to each other for questions, uh, ideas, or even just event. And there was sometimes where we did that as well. Yeah. But um, we started doing the circuit for uh, comic conventions uh, with uh, ChicoCon, which uh, that one was pretty good because even when, when we didn't show, they were still expecting us to show. Last yeah. year, they were expecting us to show. Oh, wow, really? But I, I, didn't get, I, I didn't get a booth on time, and then a lot of the dolls. Were, everyone yeah. started going through life. Yeah. Started oh, affecting man. everyone. <laughs> Um, so I didn't I didn't get to do it, but every year since uh, I think the year after they started, the dolls were showing up. Yeah. Uh, before we were just walking around with the cosplay doing pictures. Then we actually got a booth, and they were selling photos. They were selling T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, I think we made an appearance in Reading. Uh, our major one that I really I really wish that we could have made it was uh rose city comic-con oh man i wanted to go to that one so bad that one, i every year i go there and that that one's when i the best experience ever happened yeah uh you want to run into a celebrity that's the place i mean that's where like, everyone i can actually have the best time was actually running into john bernthal the guy plays um shane and oh, yeah. he plays punisher yes i ran, ran into him actually had a couple whiskey with him oh wow that was i Starstruck. Um, I had uh, David Tennant from Doctor Who oh, sing to my man. daughter. It just and I have video of that. That was awesome. But where you just want to go up and talk to someone, there was like all these lines. But Rose City Comic Con was so relaxed. You can actually just walk up to the celebrity and start hanging out, talking with them. And that's the best thing when you can because they're just human beings. Yes. And it's so cool you can actually just hang out and shoot the shit with them, have a couple drinks with them. I drink with Cliff Bradshaw from the Raiders in oh, a no. bar, <laughs> and he was he was so cool, and that was like a really fun experience. Yeah, I hope I hope sometime in the future we can get a, still a small group to go to the Rose City Comic Con when it when everything gets back to normal. I'm so down. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I'd want everyone to expect. Uh, the last time I went, um, uh, yeah, I, well, I had Linda Blair yell oh, at me. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I I took a picture and she's like, "You, you over there!" Did her I, head spin? <laughs> I, I thought she, I was gonna maybe get the vomit. Right. She's like, "I don't want my picture taken." <laughs> it's like, sorry. And she's like. 
And who are you? I'm Solo. Well, nice to meet you. Go away. And he's like, Linda Flair, put my name and yelled at me. You're the best. And then we had, um, I, um, you know, the, the show The Flash. I, yes, yes, uh, Cisco, I do. he was there mm-hmm. and I actually got to hang out with him. Oh, got wow. a donut with him. And then we're just sitting there looking around, looking at cosplays. And he, it was it was odd because he was talking. There was not people, a lot of people in the lines. And when I went to go away, he he was like, you know, you can hang out a little bit longer. Oh. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> but I I need to go to the bathroom though. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah. I I'm, I won't I won't follow you. That'd be awkward. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> Here, all please please don't. Are we girls now? <laughs> But there, that was one. It was. It was. I've been to San Diego Comic Con, and they could. I mean, that's so packed. You run into celebrities there, but yeah. the security—they're assholes. They're they're straight oh, up. Yeah. But I, I've I've ran I've ran into. Um, oh crap! What's his name? He plays uh, Luke Cage. Oh, I literally ran yeah. into him. Yeah, I was looking down, and he, I, he is actually unaverageably tall. Mm-hmm. And built like a wall because I, we ran into. He was running to go somewhere else because he was late. I was running, uh, running towards because I, I didn't know where my group was at, and I told me to go to a certain area so I yeah. could go meet a celebrity. And we actually ran into, and he hit, he like elbowed me in the forehead. Oh God! And actually knocked my phone down. And I stared at them. And he's like, "Oh, dude, you okay? It's you." And he's <laughs> like, "Yes, it's me. Uh, would you like a picture?" And it was like, I picked up my phone, and my phone battery died. And I was like. It died. Oh, God. And he's like, oh, um, well, I'm late. I need to go. Bye. Aww. <laughs> and he took off running. It was, uh, I mean, that was pretty cool. Uh, there's other celebrities where you could just walk into. Um, uh, Jason Muse was there. Actually, I pointed him out. Oh. He took a picture with this huge stuffed animal, and I was like two feet behind him. I was like, freaking Jason Muse! And he turns around, and he's like, dude, and he puts up his his, his hoodie, no. and he starts to walk away, and I was like, right after he took the picture, he walked away. But they were like everywhere, but Rose City Comic Con was the the most relaxed. Oh, Gotta man. walk up to the, the autograph area. There's no one there. You just go up and start talking with them. Oh. Um, met, uh, met with the, oh, crap, wasn't he? He plays Yondu. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was there. I got to meet him, and he we were just talking about all the conventions, and then he we started talking about alcohol, and that's that was the conversation was just alcohol, and oh, everyone's fun. like, this, this is all the time you're gonna go and talk about alcohol with the celebrity. Yes, I'm gonna talk about alcohol. <laughs> yes, please. Just talk about whiskey and what drink he's gonna go have, what kind of drink they had in the back, oh. and I was like, I like it on the rocks, whiskey, just straight, and he's like, I think I'm gonna go have that. Can I have some? <laughs> Please. I love whiskey. whiskey. Whiskey's my friend. But um, I, I mean, well, as, as the, the, the dolls go, I mean, we were going to certain conventions. The point where they actually were inviting us back, they were mm-hmm. uh, some of the dolls were in the, the newspaper. Some of them were actually on the news. And yeah. um, we had another group go back. I think it was the year that you were there. Yes. And then after that, we weren't there, but um, I donated a photo to for a fundraiser, and they hunted the table down. And he oh, ran, wow. he ran into me, and he's like, "Oh, it's you. Uh, you're with the the dolls. Can they sign my poster?" <laughs> We're not. We don't have a booth this year. And he's just like, "Well, why not?" Um, oh lord. We were late, and then life kind of happened for all the models. And yeah. he's like, "Oh, maybe next year." 
maybe next year. And then next year, which was last year, didn't get to happen. Yeah. I think that was the year that I was diagnosed with lupus and I couldn't move because it was attacking my joints and everything. Yes. Uh, and then and we've had uh, another model where it, they, yeah. lupus kind of affected. Yeah. It, does, it does a lot. I've, I've known, I've it had, does. I, I have, I've known someone that uh, has lupus and it, it's, some days are good, and some days it's just your whole body thinks it's all one big mass oh, infection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, mine attacks my joints and my skin, so I have this gross butterfly rash sometimes. But I can't, like, close my hands sometimes. Oh. And so it just, or I'm just really achy and in pain and grumpy, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to rip your head off. That's, <laughs> well, that's, it's, it's understandable. I mean, it's, but I know uh, it does affect... Um, you know, when you set up for something, yeah. you, know, you can't be in the sun for a length of time. Yeah, no, I have to um, be very careful about being in the sun um, because it'll just make me start having a headache and just achy. Uh, do you, does it uh, affect your, your eyes as well? Um, no, not yet. Um, I've been going to the eye doctor okay. every year, so everything's been great with that. So that, thankfully. That's good. I know we, uh, I, we were working, uh, she had just left the dolls right before you, you joined, mm -hmm. but she was having the, the same thing where yeah. the flash was actually, uh, causing a lot of excruciating pain for her eyes. Oh man. And then she found out it was actually affecting her eyes. Like yeah. the, the crystals in the back of the eyes were yeah. starting to get affected. And that's um, mainly from taking hydrochloroquine, I believe. Um, that's what one of my doctors said. It can affect your eyes if you're on that for too long. And um, which is really weird because that's also what they're saying is a cure for the coronavirus. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I thought I've heard that, that yeah. before. <laughs> so. I don't know. Maybe you're too blind to see that actually is working right. after a while. Oh, I can't see. <laughs> but, but I'm cured. Better. <laughs> I don't have the flu anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, even with the with with going through this with uh, with lupus, I mean, do you, do you are you still planning continuing the the modeling or? Oh heck yes! <laughs> I'm like so. I want to get back into it. Um, I miss it. There's days where I'll be at work and be like, man. I could be just really cute and posing right now, but I'm sitting here stabbing people because <laughs> and taking her blood. Yeah. I actually think that, well, not the stabbing part, but <laughs> I always think about, because uh, at work, I'm always stuck behind a computer or doing like 5 million things at once. And the only thing I can think of is, I mean, I'd rather be doing taking pictures right now. Yeah. I mean, then for years, that's, that's my main goal is to, and then, you know, life and then, trying to figure out, okay, this is more of an issue. And I think I'm going to take a break. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, the, the, the main thing was pretty much just trying to have people follow through, which is very, mm -hmm. and not a whole lot. And then it comes down to either, either do this or I just go and make money. And yeah, that's the point where I'm at right now. And working with people, um, I'm, I'm a, I, I don't really care for people all that much. I have, I'm the a, same. I have a very limited <laughs> small group where I can like I can I can tolerate the, this group right here. This yeah. is the group I'm gonna label my friends. Everyone else, fuck you, suck. fuck you, fuck you. Take a number with the fuck you on there and then just get in line. 
Fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> you could come back, fuck you, sometimes, just when you have an attitude, so you'll be saying, oh, I'll just talk to you just over there. Just get the to the fuck you aisle, asshole. <laughs> so with, uh, with, the, with, with all the modeling experience, I mean, um, uh, what would you say to, to some of the, someone who's coming into the industry for as, as a model? Just, what tips would you have for them? You know, just um, express yourself. Have fun. Um, don't be scared at all. Or yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> well, yeah, no, people because I mean, people do when they're not they're not used to being in front of the camera. They do. Yeah. Uh, they do have that deer in the headlights. Like I look like I'm comfortable, but when you look at their face, you're just the photographer. Just like what? you're not very comfortable. Yeah. No. Um. Just um. Don't be afraid to be yourself and you know it's you could take several pictures this is not permanent <laughs> <laughs> we could fix that <laughs> that's true there's there's photoshop it does there help is. out i think i think what also would help out is um you know bringing a friend or someone you trust along. yes especially when you're very very first meeting the photographer yes yes you do and you know what we touched on earlier you do have to be careful because there are dangerous people out there mm -hmm. that are creepers but there are also amazing photographers that actually love what they do yeah. and are amazing at their work yes yes and, and always always do your research ask yes. around Yes. You know, this person approached me. They say they've been doing photography for a couple of years. What do you know about them? Go to look at their portfolio and then find those persons that, that worked with them. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be like somebody come up to you and be like, hey, can I take your picture? And can be like, yes. <laughs> yes, I'll do it. Could you take yes. your top off? Because, I, I, mean, I mean, if the photographer is like, hey, I'm going to work with you. Okay, pants off. <laughs> No. <laughs> Pants off, ass out. <laughs> what kind of photos? Okay, if you're gonna get paid uh, quite a bit of money, that's uh, that's a whole different thing. But if you're really coming into it and they're like, okay, take the clothes off, run, <laughs> go away, run, run fast. Away. <laughs> or they're like, show me your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Pop them out and swing them around. <laughs> it's a whole different kind of photo shoot. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> but it is do your history, uh, do your research. You look at their history. Look at their their portfolio history. I mean, if they're yes. tasteful images, if they do have some, uh, and you're not comfortable with it, you know, waste your opinion. I mean, oh yeah. For the photographers out there, uh, you know, uh, the best advice I can give you is is start out maybe photographing friends. Mm -hmm. um, if you're trying to get more of the fashion glam pinup. Um, be very careful. Um, don't approach someone and go here. Put on this this uh, corset and let's take yeah, a photo. Yeah. No, it's not gonna it's not gonna come out very well. That's um, not how it works. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of trust that goes behind because you're keeping an image of them that could haunt them for the rest of their life if they don't want right. to be in the modeling industry anymore. Yeah. Uh, or if they just it's not for me and they have to worry about okay, there's a topless image out there. Yeah. And then. What if they become a teacher? They're screwed. Exactly, or a doctor or something. And yeah. There's this naked photo of them. Yeah, and that's 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 the trust. I mean, yeah. Um, obviously, you know, you can you can look at all my galleries of all the stuff I've I've done, and you're not gonna find the photos that are deemed inappropriate 
because honestly it's it's not for mine to start parading around uh the models they were probably won't have those images out and mm. unless they're having some of you guys pay for it yeah <laughs> Show us if the you money. Have, yeah if you had the <laughs> subscription and then, then that's the way they want to do it that's that's their call their judgment their control yeah um but you're not gonna just automatically find those images it's it's trust and the models it's a it's a two-way two-way street yeah models have to trust the photographers that they're not going to do something the photographers have to trust the models that they're not going to take their images and and fully cut them out exactly and, and that's it's, it's just both do your part i mean build that trust and and don't step on each other's toes it's not very hard yeah. if you look at how many models that we've all you know photographed yeah. all together no one's stepping on each other to each other's toes so yeah. it's it can be done it can be you know it's a teamwork it's a family and it is it's a dysfunctional family it has <laughs> it fun, though. it's a fun <laughs> it is a fuck you want to go grab a beer <laughs> let's go get drunk <laughs> so um so i wanted to ask you uh through your through the modeling, uh, what has been your most memorable positive moment? Oh man, with shoots? Yeah, with, with okay, shoots. <laughs> uh, just modeling in general. What, what has been your um, most memorable? I think my most memorable was when we went and did the haunted shoot in Anderson at the Anderson River Park. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was a lot of fun. It was. I wanted to. Uh, that's when I made that. Was that the the bucket of blood? Yes. Yes. That that took me two days to perfect. <laughs> and then when I found out how much chocolate to put in to actually make it look coagulated blood, that was amazing. That was chocolate. That was it was, it was a little bit chocolate. It was uh, it was corn uh corn syrup, um, some licorice, some uh red velvet cake batter, oh, and okay. there was chocolate that added the little dinginess to it yeah and then when it the and i put the gelatin no flavored gelatin oh, and it okay. coagulated yes, so yes. It, yeah that was like it was it every because everyone uses the the cornstarch and it's really yeah. very bitter and no oh, one likes it okay so you can put it in your mouth has no it starts you have that gagging effect because it's oh. no taste whatsoever it's no there was bitterness but then there's like nothing, nothing behind it. And then you're just like, yeah, Lim. yeah. This is the one where actually I had, um, I had uh, three of the models that kept licking it off their hands because there's just blood, and they're just like, "Would you stop eating the blood?" It took me two days to get this mix, and in the background you could just hear. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, no, that was my most fun and memorable. That Shoot. was the largest of all the models in one spot. Uh -huh. That was when all the dolls were there. Yeah. That was the only time all the dolls were able to make it. That up. was. That was um, it was really cool. Yeah, well, that was fun. I want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something for... Uh, I've always wanted to do something with vampires. Not like just normal, like... Oh, uh, yes. Like 20 days of night type of vampire. I am so your huckleberry with that one. <laughs> yes. I want to get everyone. I have this whole mentality. Okay, I need someone with long hair. They were going to be the, the queen. And there was like the brute, which was, I had a friend that he was like abnormally stocky and yeah. bald head. And his, his, his whole body shape was odd because his torso was huge. Uh -huh. And he had a small little bald head. And I was like, 
he would make a great uh, awesome grunt oh yeah just like um photoshop his jawline a lot bigger black oh, out his eyes yeah and that was uh i did a lot of tests with uh black dahlia uh where i, I blacked out her eyes oh yeah i made her jawline a little bigger more prominent and Ooh. it was like okay this is it and and the way i did that was uh as we were shooting i took a an eyebrow pencil and mm -hmm. it marked on the face where i wanted to enhance so uh -huh. the, I marked the, the three lines for the eyebrows so I can puff them out. Okay. I took the jawline uh, right where I made her clench her, her jaw, uh -huh. and then right where the muscles were, I put the grease line, the pencil line right there. Oh. And then just start bulging a little bit, and then from that point, oh, for that point, I just started dragging out the parts and scrunching them in just, and blending in. Ooh. It worked out perfectly, and I was like, I need to do this for twelve people. Dude, that'd be so fun. Had, and there was blood everywhere. I had one that was uh, really short, and I, um, she was she was the doll. She mm -hmm. was like a little twelve year old, oh. but a twelve year old that's been alive for like two thousand years. And Almost had, like the, the orphan teddy bear. Yes, blood splattered everywhere, and then she had like the I had her munching on like a piece of like scalp that had the bow on it. So oh she yeah, was, like, another <laughs> oh. another child human. That's and, awesome. And it was just dark and. Uh, I am so down. I want to do a shoot where I'm covered in blood and a like um, chest full of money, Ooh. and be like blood bunny. Yeah, that, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Weird. I have to go making this ball this blood again. This yes, fun yes, blood. please do. So like, I promise I won't eat it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I thought it was too sweet for for most of the models though. Oh yeah. To have a splatter on their face, uh -huh. and they, they said it was like it kept coating their mouth with the red the red velvet. Oh powder, yeah. Where they had they had kept having to sit up and spit it out and start gagging because it was coating the entire. It was. They liked it though. It's Everyone a texture thing. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> can I tell them a little bit about it? <laughs> yeah. But um, so other than the most memorable, what was, what's your most awkward? Um. Oh, that shoot we did with Vega oh, at my house. Yes. <laughs> um, where I was like in the hallway and I was I was kinda hammered at that point. <laughs> like I was starting to spin a little bit. I'm all oh. <laughs> I'm getting a little case of the spins here. Honestly, <laughs> couldn't tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Vega kept on going what is that thing you're doing with your face? And I'm all, what are you talking about? Like, have this, uh, the still blue face. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Blue yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? And do it again. <laughs> all right, so going into the, the, the third topic, what's been the most creepiest of uh, modeling? Oh man, I'd have to say this one time I did a warehouse shoot with a group of girls that I never met and um, it was two older guys and they were just, just staring at us and like the girls, it was their first time doing it and they were like, okay, you could change in this room over here and you can tell there was like a two-way window and yeah and you can tell there was a two-way window and they're like there's nothing in there you're fine and it was like a welding 
warehouse. There was like a huge semi flatbed in there and they had to stand on this flatbed and it it was just and it was dark and dingy almost like um a freddy krueger scene if we had sparks going somewhere it would have definitely been like a freddy krueger scene (laughs) it's just yeah yeah they were just like staring hard too and it was like almost like I felt like saying, take a picture, it lasts longer. And I was like, oh, wait, they are taking pictures. <laughs> so um, I do have to ask, uh, what's been, I mean, have you, with the modeling and the, 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 the trick experience, uh, have you had people kind of just consistently following you? Yeah, I actually have three stalkers right now. <laughs> three. <laughs> and yeah, no, it's it's kind of weird, um, you know, because I'm a naturally nice person, and in my line of work, you know, you don't want to rub somebody the wrong way because they're trusting you to draw their blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so yeah, these are all older gentlemen and they'll, uh, you know, just come in and sit there and stare at me and ask me to, if I want to go do something with them on a weekend, if they can have my phone number, but they do it multiple times or else they'll bring me breakfast or coffee and, you know, I'll tell them I can't accept that, but thank you. And one of these days I'm just going to be like, look, Fucker, get the fuck away from me, all right? <laughs> and where I work, it's like, it's a crowded place. So, you know, of course, you always feel like somebody's watching you. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, somebody probably really is watching me <laughs> and following me. <laughs> so has, has any of these individuals uh, like hinted at, at the... Has any of these individuals ever uh, ever hinted at, um, at at seeing your modeling pictures or um, your photos? So all three of them, oddly enough, had said that, I have seen you before. Are you sure we haven't met before? Um, and one of them actually keeps on requesting to be my friend on Facebook <laughs> on both my accounts. And it's like, that's oh, wow. super creepy. Yeah, and it's just, I blocked him. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> wow, that is, that is creepy. He's yeah. persistent. Yeah, no, he's super persistent. And that's the one that keeps on bringing me food. And I'm like, no, no, just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had uh, other models that, that, that had some close encounters with uh, individuals with, yeah. that recognizing their photos, uh, commenting on their photos mm-hmm. and then and then running into them in in town yeah and then constantly calling them by their model name which was what was really awkward to them to the point where uh i know a few of them stopped modeling and completely yeah one of them does want to continue modeling again but she's really worried about that aspect of yeah getting uh, the stalker back and you know it, it's sad to say but Females are actually worse stalkers than men. <laughs> I've had a couple of those too, but that was when I worked at a bar. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That bad. It was pretty bad. Like they would stand outside my window at night oh. and yeah, 
when I wasn't working and like he could see their silhouette like my dad chased them away a couple times that's beyond creepy yeah that that that's the Freddy Krueger vibe right there if that person showed up at the warehouse you'd be like "Mm, this is gonna be my last day (laughs) I'm gonna disappear (laughs) yeah I've 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 had some uh interesting experience I think the most memorable was uh Actually, the first time we shot together, because that mm. was the most sessions I've ever put into oh, a photo yeah. session. Uh, I, we, I think what was put out was, oh, just bring a few items to change into. And we I think we ended, you ended up wearing all of them. Yeah, I did. And then Nick matched two of them. Yes. And we just, I, th- I think we were shooting for almost two hours. It was two hours, and it was super hot. Yeah. But we did a swimsuit, a cute little squirrel girl, a skirt with heels oh, yes, and the vest. Yes. And then the um, lacy blue dress. Yeah, the lacy blue dress. And then you had the Jägermeister yes, top. Yeah, the Jäger top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was that was all in that one time. I think, I think, uh, yeah, your sister in law was the one that was a trooper because she was putting the that that uh, can the the light um, box over you. Uh-huh. So she was standing in the heat majority yes, of the time. Yes, she was. And, and she I, was just kept going because I know she was telling, oh, pose like this, pose like this. Yes. So she was. And she was keep she was enabling. <laughs> she was actually a huge help though because I was super nervous and that was before I knew about your phobia. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I had worked with creepers before. I was like, oh god, this guy's gonna be creepy too. <laughs> it's just my luck. <laughs> it actually was the most comfortable experience I had ever had in a long time. Oh. So it was it was great, and I was like, okay, I want to do this more <laughs> and, then, and, and, and thank you too yeah. and that was actually every single model that's that's continued that was actually the the it was it was more than just photographer and model it was, yeah uh, like i still talk to them occasionally say hi we uh, a lot of us become like a dysfunctional family <laughs> yeah. and then then and then every single member of the dolls actually were the ones that just consistently wanted to keep working with me yeah um so the, the most awkward I would have to put out would be um, I actually did a photo shoot where um, I I talked to the photographer and he owned a studio that was in Anderson and he let me rent it out. Mm-hmm. So I went to do a complete pinup Christmas session. Oh wow! And so I had four models, one person that just wanted to join and do photos, and then um, I think we got to two different models i had the full two different trees set up there was like each wall was a different mm-hmm. was a, a different background so two of the models did it and then they went to go and get ready and then some dude in overalls like creepy santa that's the best like, description i can use Aww. comes in and he's just staring and i was like may i help you it's um, all we were, yeah, I was like, yo, if he gets out of banjo and plays doing banjos, I'm gonna clinch my ass and then you gotta, gotta run boy. away. like a piggy. But he just sat there staring at all the girls, and oh then he was God. just staring at them. And I was like, uh, can I help you? And he's like, yeah, I own this. That's nice. I'm renting it from a photographer. Yeah. He's like, well, I own it. Okay. So why are you here? <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey. He's like, I just want to see what you guys are doing. All right. Um, that's yeah. fine. And they kept trying to get ready, which was odd. Um, which was, it, it's a bonus that for every model too, because they will the ones who change in front of me. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I just in, instinctively turn my back. Yeah. And it's, I, I just do it. And yeah. then there's some moths that are just like, bam, okay, and I turn. <laughs> You're all, and I'm, I'm putting my back to them and giving them the privacy when there's no place for them to change. Yeah. So the, those, the two of the models were actually changing and I was facing the doorway. So when he walked in, mm-hmm. you know, they were finishing up changing and he was just staring at them. Oh, and the God. other two models wanted to go to the spot and change, but he was just staring at them. And he was there for 15 minutes, just just What? Did he I have maybe like, like 45 feet? Oh, I didn't. I, my <laughs> eyes are not going to go there. I'm not going to let me crouch hey, check you. Little, little buddy, are you a little, you're a little happy, aren't you? <laughs> oh, look at your little friend. <laughs> oh, maybe you should go it's put so him cute. away somewhere. <laughs> but he sat there staring and then. You know, I'm like 45 degrees of the opposite direction, so he's nowhere looking at me, and I'm talking. 15 minutes, and then he leaves, and then that's all. I'm like, um, all, all the girls are just like, can we, can we finish up? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's just finish up. <laughs> that was the most awkward. He's creepy Santa just staring at them. Oh, God. Did he have a great beard? Yeah, he did. Large oh. gray beard, oh, the overalls. Yeah. He looked like a creepy Santa from the farm. Did, was he wearing a shirt underneath the overalls? Yes, he was wearing oh, a shirt. Okay. It, was, it was a red shirt. That's why I called him Creepy Santa. Oh, God. Red overalls. It was a red shirt, the the Levi overalls, the boots, and he had glasses, and he was wearing a hat. He looked like a bad incognito creepy Santa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm picturing, like... Creepy Santa with the cross of Where's Waldo? <laughs> and that's what it, it kind of looked like that. But it was uh, that was the most awkward. Uh, yeah. yeah. The creepiest is uh, the one I, I, I shared previously that I got invited to a group photo session over at um, um, a ranch in Anderson where they do like their historic events. They do oh. their Halloween events there. Yeah. So um, it was during Halloween, so they they all dressed up. And I was the like the tenth person on his ten person list, so it was just us two photographers. The rest were two guy models and all female. Oh. So that was like, oh, okay, it's cosplay. I saw their outfits, nothing bad. Yeah. Nothing, nothing was like, a, oh, that's that's what kind of photo shoot we're doing. No, it was just one had a cat tail. She was like dressed up as a black cat with a skirt to her knees. So uh-huh. I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's fine. It's, yeah. It was uh, Laura Croft. Um, which she had like the spandex tank top. Yeah. Um, that kind of was a little too small for her bust size. So it was oh, like, no. she's kind of cool. She's nice, but all right. And the rest were like Indiana Jones and all this other animal, uh, a couple of other animals. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, halfway through, we're taking photographs, and the one who's doing the black, dressed up as a black cat, the tail kept bending and falling off. So he goes up and he's like, oh, I'm going to help her. And he, and he grabs it and he actually put his hand up the skirt. Oh. And I'm just looking like, um, no. what are you doing? And he's like, well, this is the purpose of being a photographer. And he goes and clips the, the, the tail onto her, her underwear with her ass showing. And on, she had the black stockings. And then he like, he's like, well, you, you, get, to, you get to fix the, the props and he bent the tail and he put his hand and that's why it stated she became his bowling ball oh my god Where did he go? and I was like oh no. that doesn't look comfortable and his hand's just up there and she's putting her ass out to him and oh this is weird 
Yeah. Um, he's like, this is this is just the perks of being a photographer. No. Um, awkward. <laughs> and then the other one, and then and then I was like, okay, no, that's all right. Then we started photographing a little bit more, and he's making some of the comments of, uh, you know, you know, maybe they need to come and do this photo shoot, they need to come that photo shoot, and it was going to okay, that requires them having less clothing. Oh. Uh, we're just here having a Halloween photo shoot as, yeah. as a group. And then I'm photographing the Laura Croft girl, and and her top is she's moving around, and obviously you know common well, sense what happens if a top's a little too too tight. It's gonna bust, just go. Bloop. It's starting to move, and her chest is starting to get a little lopsided. And he automatically beelines it around me, and he's like, "I'll help fix that." And she's just staring at him, and he, yo, know, he goes and he puts his hand in, like his thumbs out on on the straps of the tank top, uh-huh. puts his fingers inside, and starts wiggling and moving Ew. her breast around. And she's just staring oh, no. at him, mm. and um. What are you doing? Yeah. She could have done that. And he's like, well, she just needed a hand. Um, um, and yeah. that's where I was like, well, I'm, I'm done, guys. Uh, yeah. I only have one US, you know, one, um, one flash card. So I'm just, my battery's dying. I'm yeah. good. It was nice meeting you all. And then I left. <laughs> You're all exit, stage left. <laughs> and go. Creeper, creeper, creeper. They need an adult. Stranger danger. <laughs> but that was the, that was the most awkward. Uh, Creepy, creepy oh, yeah. from another photographer. I've had some experiences where, like, there's a dilapidated building. There's people who are like, you should go shoot over there. And then we're like, yeah, that would look nice. And then we're walking over there, and then they're, just, like, in their car in between two trees, and their car is parked in the bush. Whoa. And they're facing this direction. And we're all just like, yeah, this this is yeah, this no. does not seem right. Uh, so we all just left. But yeah. That was that was, that was creepy, but creepy hands photographer. Was, <laughs> was just, no, I'm I'm good. Yeah. And he was trying to ask me like, oh, what kind of photos you do? Pin up. Yeah. What, what are they wearing? Fifties uh, clothing. Clothes. <laughs> yeah, clothes. <laughs> you have some. You you have some on your gallery. Not for you to see. <laughs> you can ask the model that. They're not going to hand out their pictures. Yeah, no way. Freaking creepy. I believe that's in our contract, actually. It is in our contract, <laughs> yes. Um, every model that I've worked with, I, especially for the dolls, we I put in the contract that yes. no one can make a move without the others okay. So the photographer exactly. can't take the picture and show it to someone or out the public unless the model agrees to it. And the, the model cannot do the same thing unless exactly. I agree so it's a safety thing. Yes. It's, if you guys, if you want to sell it, then there's in the it was in the contract as well. There's a percentage that needs to be shared. Exactly. It was it was safety reasons. Yes. Saving our own asses, as you would want to put it. <laughs> SOA. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then I mean, and then I uh, know a lot of the models. Uh, they, they, they're trying to continue but a lot of them are doing their own yeah. thing now which I'm yeah. I've encouraged them to continue their own model they don't have to just yeah. be with with after hours they can they can branch out I'd much rather stay with after hours <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with other places and I liked it the most yeah there's there's uh, it's a I've been told it's a, it's a different yeah. environment it there's is. a lot of bullshitting a lot of yeah. humor there is <laughs> there is there, yeah, I mean, 
it's it's entertaining and that's the way we try to keep it it's entertaining yes no it definitely is and it's um it's homey <laughs> it is an experience and that's what i kept putting on on the website when i everyone asks about it it's an experience mm-hmm. it's creating an experience yeah it definitely is so um with i mean uh, other than you know, the, what's been going on life um you know how's i wanted to ask on on how has this recent event you know covid how's it affected you as a model oh man so let's see covid has affected me with uh i was quarantined with my ex-boyfriend after having emergency surgery and almost dying (laughs) from the surgery oh wow and um i was off work for a couple months and you know it was kind of weird at first but um after that I went back to work and you know having the lupus it's kind of weird being in public um you know scared of getting COVID yeah you kind of learn to be paranoid yeah you definitely do I'm paranoid all the time constantly wearing a mask all day long and a face shield (laughs) constantly washing my hands hand sanitizer in my pocket (laughs) and antibacterial soap in the other one (laughs) always wearing gloves yeah it's definitely um made me more paranoid and aware of how gross people are (laughs) yes i pointed that out i pointed out this just shows you how many times people do not wash their hands yes and how many times they just cough and sneeze oh, and you're yeah. like in the vicinity of four feet yeah and it's it's gross and you know they don't have any sense to uh stay six feet apart no they want to stand right up on your ass yeah that's, you know? yeah um, i mean <laughs> i've been i've been in the, in the grocery store and i can feel the guy like come up right behind me yeah i turn around and i was like i am not a part of the family <laughs> I am not a taker. <laughs> I am a giver. <laughs> I don't know your name. You have not given me a tip on the headboard. You have not taken me out to dinner. Back up. <laughs> Where's my drink at? <laughs> you can feel them like breathing down your neck, and it's yeah. just like, <sighs> it's just, yeah, it's it's all oh, it's gross. It's, yeah, no, it's definitely been um, this whole thing's been really scared, and I guess now our president has COVID. Oh yeah, I, I said, <laughs> and, and his in wife. critical condition. <laughs> yeah, he's in, he's in critical now. He's I in know critical. He's, he got rushed to the hospital. That no, he's in critical condition now. Wow. And so, um, you know, he was saying, "Oh, I'm a, immune to COVID," and now he has it. Yeah, I mean, he's fits the criteria. I mean, yeah. I know People who have uh, pre-existing, who are over a certain age and weight limit. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I'm paranoid about it because oh yeah, yeah, the weight limit and the diabetes. I'm already oh yeah. So now I'm always like, nope, don't touch anything. Which the phobia <laughs> yeah, the has phobia saved works me. out there. <laughs> I've always had this natural six foot barrier around yes. me, and everyone's like, well, why? My life has prepped me for this year. <laughs> You're all it's. All, it's doubled. Stay 12 feet apart now. That's right. Now they're saying 16 feet back up, fuckers. Yeah. Get the fuck back. 
<laughs> that is that is that's I've heard about that. I didn't know he was he was in, in critical. I, yeah. I know he went to it rushed to a hospital. But yeah, that yeah. was on the news before I came here. Actually. Oh wow. Yeah. The the Simpsons have <laughs> are coming right. around again. They because there was are. an episode where he passes away in the, in the episode. What? Yeah. Trump. Yeah. No. Yeah, there was an episode where Trump passed away from an illness, and oh, it was like, my "Oh my god!" That's why there's this meme going around, like, "Oh, oh, we're on this episode now." Wow. Yeah. I didn't even. Well, I haven't really been on any social media lately because I've been so busy um, doing essays and everything for school. Oh yeah. So definitely take the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now you're not. I mean, you're everyone's paranoid already, mm-hmm. so you're saving yourself from social media because everyone is. Any kind of news, whether it's wrong or it's right, yeah. or feeding to paranoia, it's it is on there. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, no, um, you know there are. It's kind of weird because there are some people that are freaked out and paranoid, and then there's other people that think this is just a conspiracy. This isn't real, <laughs> which is really funny because you know it's real. <laughs> yep. Yep. We'll talk when you're in the emergency room. Yeah, Tell me if right? it's real then. <laughs> Those are the ones that are going to get picked off first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Aww. So um, with with Halloween, because I, I am going to work on some more specials, and I do mm-hmm. want you to come and yes. join more. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, maybe uh, uh, we'll do like a beer tasting on the next one. Because like, each like guest, that. I, I want to try something new. Um, yeah. I want to get like maybe because you can go to get like a four pack of of new beers from yes. from Europe, and I just saw a couple of them, and I want to just sit there and do a taste test. So let's uh, do this. Yes, and then um, <laughs> and then uh, Vanessa Vines also plans on joining me when uh, when I add video to this. Yes, sir. So I think we'll do that. We will have the the blind taste testing for the, this new beer i mean we'll give you our honest opinion oh am i going to be blindfolded <laughs> i think we'll both be blindfolded <laughs> there's gonna be beers spilled everywhere and then we're gonna ARV. review like okay oh that's sticky that's that's oh, that's that smells that's not beer <laughs> oh this is no that's that's not oh uh that's not when did when did the beer become squishy and moist? <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> What's that? But yeah, we will we will re- maybe start reviewing some beers and, and swap some more stories. Um, but since the month of October, yes, um, a lot of uh, since Halloween's coming on, I I do want to bring in more of uh, paranormal, more uh, haunted oh, yes. stories, yeah. paranormal experiences. Uh, so. Uh, we're going to go into a small little segment um, and maybe just share a little story right now and um, invite you back for a full episode. Maybe we'll just yeah. go over evidence. Evidence that like <laughs> uh, that was given to me, evidence that I've actually witnessed. Because I used to do ghost, ghost hunting for years. I, and, I actually heard about that. Yes, uh, for years and years. And I have a lot of, uh, I have a couple audio that does not make any sense to me because Ooh, yes. um, we have over 100 clips at one house where everyone is still alive, but mm-hmm. they were around 3,000 miles away. Oh, wow. So I don't know how. But three of the things that happened happened around like a year and a half later. Oh, you wow. You can hear it, but I can tell you the story exactly where that came from. Because I was there as the person ran in and started panicking. And I was just like, wait a minute. I got audio of this for like three years ago. 
What? So I can't, I can't explain. I don't know what the hell happened. It's I have and I found them all on that computer. <gasps> so I have I have video, I have audio, I have photos that don't make any sense. And and for my group, when when I created it, we uh, we were uh, State of Jefferson Paranormal Society. Ooh. And we went to houses. We actually got called to help and assist. Uh, we went to we did a lot of trainings over in the cemeteries. Yeah. Where we got stuff that really doesn't make any i mean i didn't never jumped on the paranormal i didn't go like oh this is ghosts i've always wanted to do ghost hunting in a cemetery that that was that was my goal with this is uh i wanted to take like one or two people yeah and go on a ghost hunt and I know i'm down some places in here in red bluff i know a lot of places in shasta county there's a place here in red bluff where um my girlfriend told me there's these three pillars in the river mm-hmm. and that's where they actually used to burn witches or so they thought were witches i'll have to ask her where it's at definitely find that out i would I love will. to go there um, yeah. i have some of the gear uh n- nowhere as close as before um, i was the guy who actually built a lot of the gear Ooh. like i made the when you see the shows you see um the paranormal pumps or yeah. where they're like it looks like a little brick and it's getting off an EMP. I actually yeah. built a lot of that for our group. Wow. Um, but I've always wanted to take a small group, do a live recording session, uh-huh. uh, and and then put it on either YouTube or put it on uh, on the podcast. Yeah. And then we would share their experiences. So we would come back. We would go. Then we'd come back and then go over or, re- or react to what was caught. So and then the other times like the next episode I'd like to do a reaction videos of you listening to some of the audio that I have. Oh my some god, of yes. The stories that I've experienced. I have a lot uh, I want to save it for the next one, but I'm yeah. one of three that have dealt with something that people label demonic. That's the the scariest night I've ever had and anyone says like oh well it might be this, I refuse to do it. I refuse to do anything. I that have I, experience, actually, too. Uh, and that's what I would like to. Yeah. Like, we're um, we're going to take a small little break um, so, so we can stretch, stretch our legs and yeah. everything. But I would like to come back and uh, maybe go into a few stories. Heck yes, I'm down. And then, um, you know, that would be... We then we would uh, reschedule and, and come back for episode two of Going in Nothing But the Paranormal. I'm down. All right. Um, We will be right back and um, take a small break. Uh, If you have a drink, get a refill. Um, If you want to step away, uh, take a breather. That's what we're going to do. But uh, just prepared for a a fun story. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, Coming back from this break, we we were discussing a lot of... uh, you know, Halloween and a lot of the scary paranormal events and uh, some of our personal experiences. Uh, and uh, uh, when uh, Vanessa Vines returns for uh, episode two from this, yes. we are going to dive into a bunch of uh, scary stories and also have her listen to some of the audio that I've personally captured uh, along with some of the stories. Um, because for years I did uh, ghost hunting. Uh, I started a group called State of Jefferson, Jefferson Paranormal Society, and uh, we would train a lot of uh, at at the cemeteries, but we got called out to private homes doing a lot of investigation. So we have, um, I have a lot of stories. Uh, some of them where there's no audio, but we have video uh, where I can't explain um, 
and some where you just have audio where it's unexplainable because no one was there but yet everyone was still alive just on the other side of the u.s and the events that caught on audio didn't happen until two two to three years after we had left so it doesn't make sense it's not spirits um and it they're alive but it's kind of like time travel it's weird (laughs) because being there as the event happened it dawned on some of us that whole crap we actually caught that audio three years ago and i can't explain it i've I've just held on to it a lot of the group uh we had i trained to not jump on the paranormal don't just jump on that bandwagon explain it try and uh, make it happen again and try experimenting we did a lot of experimenting where we um, create our own uh, uh, Faraday box where we just had energy field uh, pumps around. Uh, So if you watch some of the shows out there, they have the EM pump, where it's just the motor that has different speeds that will pump out uh, the electromagnetic field because the theory is that ghosts can use this to manifest. So we built a lot of these boxes and we would plant them everywhere. And then we would start trying to get um, things to happen. Uh, We would also create um, uh, copper wiring and we would run it around and tape it on the wall because the theory is, you know, you could they can manipulate that or just the the magnetic field around it can cause you to think you're having a paranormal experience. Really? So when we pump it on, you automatically have that paranoid feeling. And we have created a paranoid feeling. But we didn't tell them when we would sh- turn it on. But the moment you turn it on, you, you could feel, um, you hear a click, but you could feel it like uh, you got pushed a little bit. Oh, and wow. it only happened when we turned it on. Wow. Uh, a lot of time it was audio. Uh, we experimented, um, if you took a microphone or like a recording device and you plug the microphone into the headphone jack, Mm-hmm. You can't. You're not supposed to hear anything. It's supposed to be an endless, silent loop. So you oh. cannot hear anything. You you're not supposed to be able to pick anything up. However, we've gotten voices on there, um, but you technically are not physically supposed to be able to catch anything on there. It, it's weird. Interesting. Um, and a, a lot of experimenting where we would try. Okay, well, if this, what if we did this? Um, but we also jumped on trying to explain a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever it, it if we couldn't explain it we didn't go oh this is ghost we would just put it aside and be like okay that's unexplainable yeah and everything from lights to sound um some ghosts who are freaking david copperfield uh um, like one one example i give is we were doing a house where apparently downstairs was a brothel uh no it was a yeah it was a brothel no a poker room Upstairs was the brothel. What? It was a weird story. And like, okay, so... And we got the keys from the landlord. Mm-hmm. And they let us go upstairs. Um, we had audio where uh, there was a, a, a phrase that was used. And we had no idea what the hell the phrase was. It was like... Uh, it, it was a, a laid-back, lower voice. And it was like 10 and 12. And it was a, it was a number. It was a phrase... And it wasn't until years, uh, it was like a year later, 
we found out that was like an old like 1800s term for a poker tr- uh, yeah uh, I was going to say isn't that a poker it's a poker term? phrase yeah, yeah. A term. and it was roughly around that area we've never heard it before wow. we just had the audio uh, the David Copperfield ghost because I had a flashlight in my pocket uh-huh. and I'm standing in front of the, the camera and I'm turning around and I'm trying to figure out where a certain noise is coming from so you can see me walking in front of a chair uh, and we had I can't remember what was on the chair we placed something on the chair we started hearing like a clicking and we couldn't figure out where it was coming from so you see me walking from the camera you see uh, another team member walking around and I stop and you see the chair right there I walk in front and I start like patting my 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 pockets because I'm looking for trying to get my flashlight Mm -hmm. the clicking is getting louder so I, I'm going through my pockets. My flashlight is not in my pockets. And I start, like, you can see me walking around. And I step away, and it didn't dawn on us until um, you see the team member actually point at the, the chair, and mm-hmm. he grabs the, the flashlight. It's on the chair. What? We didn't put two and two together, and I was like, yeah, you can see me pointing at my hands and my pockets. But it was actually... Uh, on the video you can see at one point the flashlight is not in my pocket I you can see me put it in my pocket uh-huh it's and then I start looking for it maybe like 10 minutes later it's not in my pocket the clicking was actually you can see the ringlet of light <gasps> on the flashlight on the chair facing down and you can see the ringlet coming on what? coming off the clicking was the flashlight yeah so that was like that was the creepy that was the weirdest thing and it happened all from the camera I did not move, and you just like see me back and forth, uh-huh. and sometime where I'm walking in front of it, and all of a sudden, bam, there's the flashlight, and you and we're we're pointing, we're stopping, and then we because we hear a click, yeah, and you can see the light turning on, turning off, turning on, turning off, and that's when the teammate actually looked down and he saw the light on, pointing at it, and I'm just right here frozen. And I'm looking at it, and then the, like you see me pat my pockets, and I'm pointing at it, pointing at my pocket. Oh. And then that's when we're like, okay, so we came outside, and then we're trying to figure it out, and there, everyone else is out there. The, the lady who's staying there is sitting right there, and she's like, um, yeah, sometimes stuff will come. I, I, I will put something in my pocket, uh-huh. and it's not in my pocket. It's on the dresser. What? And I was like, we got a freaking klepto ghost. Oh my god, that's a sound like. <laughs> and it's it's in this house is like everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's, no, it's at downtown Reading. What? Yeah, it's off of uh, uh, off two seventy three. It is one of the oldest homes there. Is it the Swedish looking one? No, it's uh, off two seventy three on um um. Uh, it's off of Bonneview. Okay. Yeah, uh, when you go over the tracks, you go yeah. across 273, and you go past the trailer park, there's a road, I can't remember what it's called, it starts with a B, and it goes past there, and then uh-huh. you pass like a ranch, Yeah. and then it's a dirt road, and you have to take a like a hairline turn into that, that street, and there's one two-story house that's there, and it's been there since like 18, or like 1820. Wow! They just renovated the downstairs was the po- no, downstairs was the poker room. Upstairs was the brothel. Wow! So we heard the phrase downstairs. We uh, upstairs we heard like what sound like movement. Yeah. And that's where we're like okay, yeah, the movement. We everyone who was mature, even the group <laughs> were 
We're yeah. like, that. Someone having sex? Oh, <laughs> and my the, the, land, the, the, the girl who's renting there, she's like, every night around 12 o'clock, it sounds like someone's fucking up there. <laughs> and I was like, bad, bad. yeah, it was like, it's like a lot, it's just a slow rocking noise. Oh, Lord. Not heavy enough, but it, she's like, it's been empty up, uh, almost eight months up there. Wow. And then we got the key, we went up there, and there was nothing. It was quiet. Strange. Yeah. At least you didn't hear moaning. That, that's true. It would happen. Like, okay, give me another 30 minutes. Someone is fucking up there. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> so, share, I mean, I, want, I would like you to, like, maybe share your uh, uh, paranormal experience. I mean, what's a scary one or one that where it just, like, it still bothers you to this day? So, I have several, actually, but I'll share one. Where, um, so it was, I was living with my dad. I was 21 and it was just me, my little brother and my oldest son. We were home alone and we were scared because we were hearing somebody in the garage, but nobody was there and the garage was locked up real tight. And I was doing homework at the computer and aunt, my son and my brother were sitting on the couch and all mm-hmm. of a sudden I hear this th- this thud on the door and then a repeated like thud and it was like bam 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 oh, and wow. then so I looked at my brother and he was ghost white and I went to open the garage door and he's like don't do it and I opened mm-hmm. it and turned on the light, and there was nobody there. Oh, wow. Everything was locked. So I shut it and locked the door. And after I did that, the door, it was like somebody jiggling the handle and trying to open the door. And it wow. was like really fast. And we got freaked out and went inside my room. And um, so we're all laying in the bed, all freaked out. And all of a sudden, the sheets start going up and down like somebody was jumping on the bed and um we were scared and then i grabbed like the headboard because something was trying to pull me towards the edge of the bed and i was holding onto the headboard and they were crying and i had bruises on my ankles like handprint bruises And then all of a sudden, like, my dad and his girlfriend walk in from the front door. And he's like, why are you screaming? What's going on? And I was like, you weren't here? And he's like, no, what's going on? And so we told him, he's like, you guys are just, are you guys high? (laughs) We're like, oh, my God. (laughs) Have you been drinking? (laughs) That sounds creepy as hell. And it's actually in the house that my little brother lives in now. Oh, the, yes. They, yeah, they still occasionally have. Yeah, and it. So the story behind that house is, um, when that house was being built, or before it was built, a little kid fell from a tree and mm. broke her neck and died. And so the father was really upset. And when the house was being built, he hung himself from the rafters. Oh wow! And then while it was being built supposedly teenagers were trying to have a seance in the attic 
Yeah. And so, you know, ever since then. Yeah, some creepy, some I know, creepy I know. stuff happened. Uh, I'm going to have uh, later on in the episodes, because uh, I invited your brother uh, yes. and, and your sister in law to yes. different episodes for October to share some of the, their stories. Oh, they got. I uh, your sister in law, she's looking for um, some of the video, because there's some video where she showed me. Uh, and she's not able to find her right now, but I remember watching where uh, the light from the laundry room is clicking on and off. So that right there, I would have parties every weekend at that house. And one night we all like got super hammered and we're laying down in the living room. And my friend, she's deceased now, she was like, there's a little kid twirling around in the laundry room. And I was like, and I'm getting goosebumps right now even talking about this. And I look over, I'm like, there's nobody there. You're just drunk. And she's like, no, there is a little girl twirling around in the laundry room. And then all of a sudden the laundry room door slams shut. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, 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 I, I think she, she told me about the laundry door, but the video, it was happening at that point. And I remember she was recording the video and mm -hmm. she sent to me like right after it was done. And I put, um, cause I do have some of the software where it enhances the audio. Yeah. And um, I, I could hear the clicking from the light switch going up the oh, click, 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 my click. God. And she's like, is this electrical? You can't, you can't, the electrical doesn't affect the switch. Yeah, it doesn't make no. that clicking. And she's like, oh, I thought maybe it's the light bulb. No, I can hear the click. She's like, I heard clicking. That's the switch. And then when I went over there and had a drink with them, she was telling me, and then I started like flicking the switch. And she's uh -huh. like, oh my God, that's the sound. I was like, this is the switch clicking on and off. <laughs> but there's like other, other things that, um, she's sent me videos of, uh, since they have the, uh, the nanny cam up. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I was like, okay, well, that's, that's, um, I think there's four of them she sent where a couple of them were like, okay, I can explain this one. Mm -hmm. I, I can explain that one. Yeah. And then she's like, well, um, what about this one? And then I, I watched it, and I was like, mm, yeah. no. She's like, I was hoping you could say you could explain that one. No. Oh and she's like, oh my god, oh my god! I thought I was like, I'm just seeing it. I'm just, I'm just, maybe I'm just, you know, focusing too much. So, what do you think? I can't explain that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's where, like, that was the last one. She's like, I, I that says a lot. I'm yeah, the other ones. I can be like, okay, this or this. Yeah. This one, I'm, I'm like, no. Yeah. I think you got something. Oh yeah, no, there's definitely something there. Um, there was this one time I was a teenager there and me and my best friend, we found my dad's girlfriend's Ouija board because she claimed to be a witch mm. and she, she was a strange one. <laughs> like her son slept in the closet and used to roll around like a ball. <laughs> but, the strange so, me and my friend, we were trying to play on this Ouija board. And we were like 12. We don't know what the heck we're doing. And then, so we have our, our fingers on the little pendulum thing. And she's like, are you there? And the thing automatically shoots to yes from our fingers. We got so scared, we broke that Ouija board in half and threw it away outside. 
The next morning we wake up, that Ouija board is inside the laundry room without a scratch. I remember your brother talking about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, uh, he said that he, he remembers doing something where he threw it away and then it was in the closet. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same one, but he pointed out that there was a Ouija board that yeah. he, he personally threw away. Yeah. And then they heard noises, and when he opened it up, it was in the closet yeah. or the ent- entrance. Yeah. I know it's happened, like, quite a few times, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've, with uh, my, my talking with a lot of people with more experience, I, I know that a lot of people will try and break it and throw it away. Um you're actually, what I've been told is you're supposed to um, bind it and then you bury it and mm-hmm. you put water over it. Yes. And it's uh, and you have to keep the water. Uh, the burying thing is what I've been told yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, there's an individual where she she burned it and she freaked out because she said that you know a piece of cardboard isn't supposed to squeal. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it squealed? She's like, yeah. And her boyfriend's like, it was the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. It squealed. He's like, it was like fucking, I've, he's all, I've, I've, I've gutted a pig before, and I've had to kill a pig. He's like, it was that kind of fucking squeal. Ew. And I was like, that's, that's not right. And he's like, that's the fuck what I was saying. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck you bringing this into my house for? Oh my god! Yeah, those things are no bueno. Yeah, no. And then we had to, um, we had to, cause she, she, she had it and she burned it, but she still kept parts of it. Yeah, you which, shouldn't yeah. do that. Um, so we had someone who had uh, experience, and she actually took it to a river area and uh, did the binding. Uh-huh. I didn't know there was a whole ceremony, but she, she uh, did the binding. She put salt. She buried it, and then she buried it next to the water where the it was constantly flowing next to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a proper way of disposing it, but uh, it's not the first person I've heard say that. So wow! Um, but the squealing thing really caught me off guard because it, oh, it yeah. is just cardboard. Yeah, it's not supposed to make a sound. It's a game. So they say, yeah, but... a game that actually squeals. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um. So my ex-father-in-law used to say it's dabbling, and yeah. he's from Ireland. He's got this thick Irish brogue. So he'd be like, "Oh, you dabbling?" <laughs> yeah, it was, it's creepy stuff. It was, it was, yeah. And helping them out was, uh, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, more stories of later that of stuff of that to come. That yes. I do want. I, I will talk more about. Um, some more of our experiences. Uh, so for the month of October, we are going to, and probably going beyond October, because yeah. this is something I've been interested in for, for years, but October is going to be heavy, heavily fixated on the paranormal. Um, I do want to have you again, definitely want to have you multiple times get back. I'm um, uh, we'll try and maybe have maybe uh, like a, two people sit in yeah um but i do want you to share more of your stories uh with us and um i'll share a lot more of mine i do want to have a reaction video on some of the audio that i have so there's gonna be parts of where i will play i will stop the recording i will play the sound play the uh, over and over and then we'll hit record and then um i will link the sound clip into the podcast so people can listen along with us Um, maybe take that audio and just put it into the audio so this yeah. way it's like 
in between and then we start talking about maybe what you think about it um what would your reaction be if it happened to you and then we would just go uh, and i do want to have i do want to have you join on a ghost hunt oh yes I, that, that was been <laughs> my goal is to take one or two guests go do for like three hours and then at, at just a spot that's labeled like extremely haunted yes even if it's not and it's just a creepy environment, we will still record about that creepy environment. It'd be like, no, that I didn't care about the ghost. It was the crazy homeless guy <laughs> shooting up that made it really scary. What are you doing in my home? <laughs> and that's what happened at one point. That that's made it weird. Get out of my house. This is a tunnel. Um, it's there's a bridge. This is my bridge. It's a nice bridge. <laughs> I don't see your name on it. Where's your name at? <laughs> but I do. I do want you to come back for more uh, more episodes, and, and yes. we will um, maybe have other topics as well. But the paranormal, we definitely want you to have back. Have I am so down. Um, so uh, the, the we'll uh, be uh, recording a uh, episode two with Vanessa Vines. Uh, yes. Maybe we'll schedule in a couple weeks. Yes. All right, uh, just give me a chance to. I have uh, more guests lined up to come and share their scary stories. Um, be, you know, stay uh, stay tuned for more um, other models sharing their experiences <laughs> and sharing their um, scary stories of just photo photo shoots, as well as um, their take on some of the paranormal events that they, they've had uh, for the month of October. All right, um, it's been nice, and then. Uh, We'll be back. Maybe we'll throw the beer thing in there for that episode, too. Heck yes. (laughs) All right. Well, stay tuned for the next episode. And uh, we love having you. Uh, Cheers, my friends.